Morning, guys. a full house here today. It's just so nice to be here with you guys. The presence of God is here. Did you guys, did, did you guys enjoy today? Isn't it amazing? And I, I, what I don't want to do is, is leave this place. I think what, I, what I've got, I feel God wants me to bring but I want us to stay in this place because his glory is here. His presence is here. And I don't want to leave this place. Okay, so what I've got to bring to you, be open. Let God speak to you. Let's take it and see what God does today. Okay, sure. You okay, buddy? <laughs> you know, I, just sitting, I was like in tears this morning, man, because of God's goodness. Just being here a part of family, being, just worshipping together and um, doing life together. And this to me is the closest to heaven that we can get. We've got to enjoy these moments. We've got to cherish these moments. Pressing in, pursuing God with everything that we have. Okay. So sorry I'm a bit emotional this morning. That one song, Holy, 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 got me, man. It just got me. I was like, oh, Lord, how am I going to bring this word? But thank you. I might ask you when I finish to maybe just play the keys after because I want this momentum just to continue. But, um, yeah, I, I've got a word for us this morning. And, um, in fact, it's been tarrying with me for the last... For the last couple of weeks, actually, and um, I think we were at PM, a few of us, we were serving there doing prophetic evening, and um, in, in a moment, God spoke to me while we were praying, and I heard the Lord say that, um, that the latter glory of, of this house shall be greater than the former glory. And... Um, Oh, man. And, and then this last Sunday, we were praying. Just before Martinez preached, um, it was incredible. We had a prayer meeting, and again I heard it. The latter glory of this house shall be greater than the former glory. And um, as I heard that, I, I heard the Lord say that this church is coming into a season of increase. Oh, don't give us up. <laughs> This church is coming into a season of increase. This church is coming into a season of experiencing his glory like never before. We're in a, we're in a transition period. We're in a, in a period where we're going to move from one degree to the next, one degree of glory to the next. And, um, yeah, and, I, and, I, and I sat and I pondered on that. And I was like, yesterday, where did I read that in Scripture? You know, the... the the latter, 
a glory of this house shall be greater than the former. We need to read that. And I, and I did some cross-referencing, and I find it in the book of Haggai, 2 verses 9. And I don't know if you want to turn to this, because I think it's quite important that we, that we just see it in Scripture. I'm going to read two versions of it, the ESV and then the New King James. But Haggai 2 verses 9. I'll read the ESV version first. The latter glory of this house shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place I will give peace, declares the Lord of hosts. And then the the New King James Version. The glory of the latter temple shall be greater than the former, says the Lord of hosts. And in this place I will give peace, says the Lord of hosts. I mean, that's incredible, guys. Just let let that sink in a little. You know, as I was reading these scriptures, I felt the Lord talk to me about his glory. Um, And I felt that that the glory represents three things for me when I look at scripture. It represents his presence. So every time the glory came, it represents his presence, his power, and his goodness. And I started delving more into Scripture. I started looking, doing a little bit of cross-referencing. Um, cross, um, and I come across this, this Scripture in Exodus um, about a guy who, who had only, a, only a, 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 a grid of understanding was glory. It was the glory of God. And it was a guy called Moses. And... Um, and yeah, Exodus 33, verses 18, Moses makes this incredible, incredible request of the Lord. And he says, in fact, in one translation, he says, I beseech thee, Lord, show me your glory. I beseech thee. That English is like, I urgently request that you show me your glory. And just the incredible boldness that Moses had to ask that of the Lord just is, is, to, is so astounding. Um, in fact, what I'll do is I'll read, I'll read Exodus 33 from verses 18 to 23. I don't know if you want to put that on, just to give us a little bit more context. And I'll read it from the NIV to make language a bit easier. So um, Exodus 33 verses 18 to 23. Then Moses said, Show me your glory. And the Lord said, I will. (laughs) I want to stop just there. You know, it's like, awesome, Matt, man. He says, um, and the Lord said, I will. I'll cause my, all my goodness. I will cause all my goodness to pass in front of you. And I'll proclaim my name, the Lord, in your presence. And I'll... I'll have mercy on whom I have mercy, and I'll have compassion on whom I have compassion. But he said, you cannot see my face, for no one may see me and live. Then verse 21, then the Lord said, there is a place near me where you may stand on a rock. And when my glory passes by, I will put you in the cleft in the rock. 
and cover you with my hand until I have passed by. Then I will remove my hand and you will see my back, but my face must not be seen. I mean, this is just an incredible story of, of, of the glory of God, you know, of, of someone like Moses that, that had this most incredible boldness to, to, to say, Lord, show me your glory. That's why now we can understand why he said, Lord, show me your glory in boldness. Because if you look at Scripture before, if you look at um, Exodus, um, I think it was Exodus 3, Moses has a burning bush encounter, doesn't he? And then you look at Exodus 14, and he has this incredible encounter where he takes the people of Israel, he leads the people of Israel out of Egypt. And guys, it's not like, it's not like a couple of thousand. I mean, when I did cross-referencing, it, I think it was more than 600,000. Some scholars say that it might have even been over 2 million people that he was leading out of, of Egypt. Imagine the logistics of that. Imagine the, the, the confusion, the, 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 the anxiety, the worry of how is he going to get all these people with all their things that they're going to bring through, through the desert. But he does that because his understanding is the, the framework of glory. He experiences God's glory. And God's glory is... His presence, it is his power, and it is his goodness. Then Moses gets to the Red Sea. So these are three encounters I'm talking about. He gets to the Red Sea and he goes, what now, Lord? The Lord says, go through the Red Sea. And he goes, but Lord, and the Lord says, lift up your staff. And he lifts up his staff and the Red Sea parts. And he takes He's hordes people through the Red Sea. And it is such an incredible picture of God's glory in that moment of time, of his presence, of his person. Hey? Oh. Um, so, guys, I really believe that, you know, that this right here, those three stories, were practical um, examples of, of, of God's glory. And um, I would almost like to say, I know that God's glory is, for me, it is the reality, um, the, if I can say, the manifestation of, of his presence, of his, of his power, and of his goodness. Um, I, just, I just feel that, that God has got so much more for us as a church. And just as, as Moses was crying out to God with this incredible boldness, um, we need to have that same sense of boldness. We need to cry out to God, not only for the church, but for our personal lives. Because God wants you to experience his glory. Don't be scared of his glory. When I said that I feel this church is going to be moving from one degree of glory to the next, that sense of we're coming into a season of great, 
great growth. And, and when I say that, I mean that for each and every one of you. Because you make up the church. So don't think that you're exempt of this. You are fully part of this. You know, I, I say this constantly. You are meant to sit here today and hear this message. And even hear my tears and my cries. You know, you are meant to sit here and become a part of family. You know, I experienced God's glory when I was totally, totally worn out and burnt out when we came back from England. Spent 15 years there, working in the church, leading church, and how quickly things can become mundane and fleshly, and things creep in and you become cold. And God says, no, I want your heart more than ministry. I want your heart and your relationship with you more than anything that you can do for me. He's calling us back to love relationship in this growth. He's calling us to experience his glory like never before. And don't be scared to ask us or to ask God. Show me your glory. I sit here and I look at people and I think the amount of relationships that I have with everyone here, you know. Um, well, some of them. I just met my a good friend there now, Jose, yesterday. You guys are so welcome here. So good to meet you. Um, but I look and what God has forged and knitted together, you know, let no man... Break that. Let us pursue God. Let us daily heal to the core for this church so that we can see his glory come. So that we can see people being added to this body because there are people on the streets dying. There are widows dying. The lost, the street people are dying. We need to get up, church. We need to get off the and go into the highways and the byways and call these people in to become part of us, to be knitted within us so that we can see God's glory come. Do you think it was easy when, when God gave the tasks to, to, to Moses? No, it wasn't, man. I mean, he, he had a problem with speech. He, he, was, he was not a kind of bloke that would quite easily lead 600-plus people out of the desert. He was not the kind of person that would just go lift up his staff and see a miracle happen right in front of him, a sign and a wonder. The church is scared to use these words, but I'm telling you now, this church is coming into a greater degree of glory and presence, and we need to be so ready for this. Do you want to be a part of it? I want to be. I don't want to miss anything that God has got for us. You know? Now I look at you, man, and I see what God is doing in your life, how you're growing, and and the things that he's still got for you. And you're stuck in there, and you're hung, and you're fighting the race. And I want to encourage you just to keep going, because the plans and purposes are far bigger than what you think that he's got for you, and for each and every one of us, you know? So, where do we go from here? How does this, how does this work? 
you know? How does this work, Shaw? Yeah. I tell you, yeah, I tell you, man, it's staying hungry. It's staying on your knees like you did this morning. It's staying, keeping calling out, pursuing him with everything in your heart. Because he knows true worshipers. He knows your heart. He knows how truthful you are when you come to him and call out his name. Let's be bold like Moses, man. Let our grid of understanding God's glory be, Lord, show me your glory. Let us be those that the goodness, all of God's goodness passes by when God hides us in the cleft of the rock. Let's be a people that fight together. Let's stand for honesty, dignity, purity. Let's be a people that run hard after God, irrespective of the circumstances that you're going through. We've had deaths in this family. We've had engagements in this family. You know? We've got potential relationships in this family. So lucky to see you. You know? God is moving us, family. Yeah, I love you guys so much. You know that, eh? I love you all so much. And, and God has got so much for us as his beloved. You know? Yo. And again, I'm hearing kids' laughter. I hear kids' laughter in the background. And for those who desire to have families, be bold like Moses was bold. Call out. Say, Lord, show me your glory. Show me your glory in my family. You know, I'm hearing and I'm seeing people that are needing careers and jobs to fend for family and to provide. Lord, show me your glory. We've got to come in that consistency. We've got to have our mind shifted to him all the time. And he's got to be our main focus. It's only you, Lord. But I know that if I'm running for this, all other provision will be provided. So... You haven't come to the end of the race yet. There's so much more. There's so much more. So much more. Do you want to come up? And let's just, I want to just continue with this. I might ask a few leaders to come up.